The Classic Metal Show is now on Roku. That's right, everybody. If you're a fan of The Classic Metal Show and you have a Roku, we have a channel for you. Just go to your channel search and search for The Classic Metal Show. All the videos are uploaded so that you get every single episode of the show. So check it out. The Classic Metal Show, now on Roku. Chris Aiken presents, and I, of course, once again am Chris Aiken. And joining me today to talk about uh, his band's brand new release called Shifting Time. It's one of my favorite melodic hard rock bands that has been out there since the 80s and is still as good as ever. It is Giant, and with us is the uh, the the lead man of Giant himself, Mr. David Huff. David, how are you, man? What's up, Chris? I'm doing fantastic. I am a Giant, and I'm in Giant. Yes, so. <laughs> exactly. Well, pleasure, man, pleasure to be here. Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, the the obvious question is, where the hell has Giant been? My <laughs> God, man, it's been forever since we saw since we saw a record. Yeah, you, you know, um, uh, I, I have to go back to to kind of like to when we were in Giant, like the original lineup, and sure. and you know the the shifting sands of uh, the rock industry. Um, our good friends Pearl Pearl Jam and Nirvana change the landscape and uh most most of the malak rockers are that's like that's a, a you know taboo subject i, I love the bands it sure. definitely changed our our tra trajectory but um you know like we we tested a record back in i think it was 2010 11 and and uh in the states there there's there wasn't a huge like demand for rock unfortunately you know and that's that it was sad to me because it's such a such a great art form you know and um but as it kept you know like the 80s all music is cyclical right so it's, sure. it's like 80s is coming back again which is really cool all the big bands that are friends of mine journey in chicago and in, in, in uh you know all these bands they're they're headlining you know arenas again and right so so i get a call from my really good friend from uh surfino at, at uh frontiers records and said hey man would you guys do another record and and I was absolutely interested in it. And, uh, uh, you know, we, we, we needed a different lineup. And, and he suggested um, Kent. And right. he sent a video of Kent singing, who, who I had actually seen about four, two or three or four years earlier. And, and I was just jogging my mirror. I was like, oh, my God, this guy is an amazing singer. Sure. Um, he hadn't been around a long time, but he's, man, he's a great singer. So, so that kind of, so yeah, we've been gone a hell of a long time. We're glad to be back. And, uh, and it's, there seems to be a, an, an audience for us again, which is, I mean, we are incredibly grateful for that. No question. You know, and, and the interesting thing is that, um, melodic rock as a, as a genre seems to, it, it's, it's one of the most odd, um, genres that there is out there because, there's a ton of people that love it. I mean, just literally millions of people that love it. But other than four or five bands, there's not th those millions of people don't support it the same way. You know, they'll go see Journey or they'll go see Foreigner. They'll go see Toto. 
And then, and I'll just give you an example. There was um, the Melodic Rock Fest in Chicago, um, I don't know, four years ago or so. And, and I, I went to it and tons of great bands, like 60 great bands over three days. And wow. maybe, maybe 3,000 people for the whole weekend, which was just like, dude, oh. come on. You know? Yeah, that's... <laughs> it's, well, I mean, you know, it, it's, it comes down to commerce, doesn't it? It comes yeah. down to... You know, it's it's hard to put on these shows. It's not like you can go out there. You know, some bands I guess can with acoustic guitar, but I mean, Giant wasn't put together like that. You know, Giant Giant was put together. You know, it was a it was a big. You know, we, we didn't go out to be an arena band, but it just the sounds kind of like go that direction. You know, so sure. And, and and I mean, you guys, you guys back in that day, you were so close with. Um, in, in your dreams, you know, that yeah. you guys were so close and, and you were at the perfect time too. right at that time was like when bad English was hitting and, yeah. you know, yeah. it, it was the perfect time. And, you know, like everything else in this business for, for whatever reason, it, it didn't happen that you guys didn't explode. But, um, thankfully you guys have, um, I don't want to say hung around because it seems like, it seems like you do this a lot more for fun now. I, I'm assuming by the, 12 years between this and last <laughs> record, 10 years or 15 years before from three to promised land. So I think you do it more as a labor of love. Is that pretty close? Yeah. I'm, you know, like, like it gets back. Yes. It gets back to the, to the commerce thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it, you, you, you have to, it, there didn't seem to be a, an audience for it. And then, and then it's just slowly growing and, and we, there's, it is, it is a passion. This band is a passion. And, and we got enough nudges to go, Hey, you know, let, let's, let's test the market again. And, and man, I tell you what, we're, we're, you know, overwhelmed by the response so far, you know, sure. for this record, you know, but we're like cockroaches. We never go away. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, obviously the, the, um, the focal change, I guess the biggest change that people are pointing at is the addition to Kent uh, joining the band as the, as the singer. And, for people that that have followed along all the way and and heard Promised Land, I think that was the one major criticism that people had of Promised Land was that Terry didn't sound like what people expected for Giant, and I do think that Kent sounds a lot more like what the Giant has been for history. Is is that why he was chosen, or or was it just that you you personally enjoyed him, or what? Well, you know, you can't replace a Dan Huff. You know, right. that that's, you know, Dan and I are, are brothers, obviously. We're best friends. We work together every week since high school. We still do on okay. different projects. So, uh, you know, replacing a Dan Huff is 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 like next to impossible. And uh, John Roth has done an incredible job. He, he's a great guy. And the respect for Dan and, and, and just all that stuff, it, it's, it, it's seamless. Um, finding a singer like Dan is different because he's a very uh, soulful rock and roll singer, you know, like, like Lou Graham, you know, like uh, um, Paul uh, Rogers, you know, like kind of like in similarities. Um, when I heard Kent, I was like, that is, that is more kind of the, the little nuance that I feel is, is more giant. And, and that, that's, that, that's been a really uh, a good addition. And, uh, obviously being a great guy too as well but but the soulful part of, of the rock thing is i think is what clicks i think that's why this record is getting a little little more love than the last one 
no question. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and, and you know, you mentioned Dan, and and obviously, like like with Promised Land, even though he's not quote unquote in Giant anymore, he's still very much a contributor, and um, you know, he he does contribute um to to the work that when it's when there is Giant work to be done. So um, is, is it is it a situation where he can't let it go all the way, or is it more of a situation where you know his you you need to keep him in there because he is such an important part of the legacy of the band. Well, it, it's it's all the above, and and it's and it's only only what brothers can do. I don't know if sure. you have brothers or not, but only what a brother or brother can do is I can chide him. Like, hey, I mean, you know, this, this goes back to us in, in in high school. I would I'd hear a guitar player and I'd go, man, you know, God, that's pretty. I mean, that's look at Eddie Van Halen. You can't, you can't do that, can you? And just you know, like that the ribbing. <laughs> And, and the same, you know, like on this one, first of all, Dan loves to be a part of it. He can't, he can't commit his time to it, obviously. Sure. But, but, but I said, I said, man, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you can still burn, you know, with your fingers or not, man. You know, this age thing's creeping in, isn't it? And he's like, give me that, give me that damn song. Send it over here. So, so that's, it, it's all the above. He, I mean, he, he respects, he loves, he loves giant. He's like, man, dude, this is a great time to, to, to get giant, you know, out there again. And he has nothing but love for, for the fans and, and giant. Just hopefully they understand he can't, you know, commit to it, but, but yeah, I mean, he still is competitive and he can still shred. Right. Sure. I, I, you, you know, this better than, than anybody else would as his brother, as his brother, I, I'm sure when, when you guys were coming up, you know, you were going to take over the world. That's what every musician is. You're going to, you're going to be a monster, monster musician. You're the next Rolling Stones. You're the next, you know, whoever it's going to be for him. He obviously, his production work obviously overtook that. Is he satisfied with that? Meaning is he satisfied that he became this huge producer, but didn't become the huge rock star that I'm envisioning that you all wanted to be at the, at the beginning. I mean, that's you have to ask him on that one. I mean, okay. I mean, you know, that I was telling somebody else this the other day. The fact that we can make music every day is in a, a massive blessing, and we're beyond grateful. Uh, would we rather be playing, you know, arenas still? And 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 you know, I mean, touring with your brother is is something amazing. You know, it, it's you know, not there's not a lot of bands that do it, and 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 the stay stay close, you know, and. And uh, so we miss, yeah. Do do we wish differently? Yeah, but we're still happy. Sure. But yes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We have to let let people uh, write in about that one. Right. Certainly. Well, well, David, let's talk about um, shifting time, man. Such a such a fun record. I, I mean, that's 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 my biggest takeaway. I mean, I, I, I'm sure you see all the reviews that are out there, and they're all real. The guitar playing is this, and the drumming is that, and blah blah blah. I, I, I think I'm just being simple here. It's just a fun record. And, and I think that really jumps out with the video that you guys did for Let Our Love Win. It's just a fun video, fun performance, and it really showcases where you guys are. So talk a little bit about that song and why that was chosen to be the uh, the video. Well, I mean, it, it's 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 more it's a more kind of commercial song, I guess. So sure. to speak, it's kind of, it, it fits into the giant brand and and i think you know it, it, it is you, you you captured what this record was to us you know we made this record during a pandemic which is right. a whole another subject and the fact that we can make a record 
with all the speed bumps and hurdles that we had to jump over. And and Chris, we're making rock and roll music. Yeah. Mike and I got back in the studio. You know, we, you start looking around, going like, "Oh my God, I miss this." You know, this is you cannot not have fun doing that. I'm right? sorry, man. You know, we 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 recorded half the record in in my buddy uh, um, Jonathan Kane's studio here in Nashville, and um, from Journey, Jonathan's a, sure. a good buddy, and and you know, we get in that studio, and it's like you just you just feel rock and roll, man. It's like, and there's a special energy and power about rock music. You know, I hope it comes back, man, because there's a whole generation that hasn't hasn't really heard all this stuff and, and how interesting and intricate this music is and, and how fun it is. It's powerful. Sure. No, there's no question. Now, you know, you obviously do have friends in the industry and, and with that, will, will any of them offer, offer up the, um, you know, the proverbial olive branch to take you guys out to play a couple of gigs or, you know, even the show in Nashville with journey in the summer or something like that. I mean, that would be That'd be great. That'd be hot. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, um, we're we're talking right now with with uh, the label. We're, we're trying to get uh, a, a live performance um, show taped. Okay. So we're talking about that right now. We're trying to get the logistics straight. Um, our plans are to tour. I mean, we want to tour, and we. I'm starting to get emails about, especially in Europe, to to do some shows <clears throat> again. The problem before was. Well, somebody would say, "Come to the Netherlands and do do a show or two. I mean, physically, that's crazy. I mean, from Nashville, Tennessee. I mean, and then and then you, you know you, you can't. That just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make right. any you know commercial sense. Any, I mean, just monetarily, it's just hard to do. You know, and so so. But I, I think I mean I'm getting offers to do some some more stuff. You know, and and uh, and I think the label's getting some too. So. So that's 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 our plan. We want to go do some shows. I mean, I think we're ready, and and I think what we've heard from the fan base so far, they they want to see some shows too. So, man, that's exciting. Absolutely, man. Well, well, David, um, with shifting time, you um, you as well as every other artist on the planet worked with Alessandro Dovecchio. He um, <laughs> I, and I just chatted with him the other day about his band, and um, that that guy is a machine. I mean, it, it's. The, the level of songwriting that comes out of that guy is is amazing. So how was it working with him? Did you did you just give him an idea of what you were looking for and he just came back with it or or how yeah, did you we, we we talked a lot and, and we we talked with the, the label and, and Alessandro. I had known Alessandro before and and he was a natural go to. I mean he he's he's like I mean, I'm gonna dub him the Swiss Army knife of rock and roll music, man. He do can do anything. Um, he was supposedly gonna be our, our, our right help right for us, and he ended up. I mean, the songs were so good, it, it trumped anything that we had. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know, I mean, and, and being a producer, it's always about the best song wins, and it can't be. You know, it's not nepotism; it's it's best song. So, sure. Um, so fast forward. I mean, he's sending me these demos and I'm like, I'm like, dude, I mean, the keyboard playing is, is phenomenal. Can, can, you know, so can you play keyboards? Sure. Can you sing more backups? Can you, can you mix? Okay. You know, we, we you know, Mike and I basically go, Hey man, dude, you've been so involved. We, you know, you gotta be co-producer on this record. Cause you know, it was, just, it was just Mike and I producing. It's like, no, nah, that's not, that's not right. It's not fair. This guy is beyond a part. He's a part of, he's a fifth member really. Sure. 
it, it, it's, it's really is amazing with, with him and, you know, talking to him the other day, he was just telling me, yeah, he just sits down to write whenever it's time. He's, he just says, yeah, okay, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to write 10 songs. I'm like, how do you even do that? You know? <laughs> yeah. How do you, I mean, yeah, he, he, he's, he's a machine. He, he's a freak in nature and he's the coolest guy ever too, man. Just like humble and, and kind and it's like, man, everything you want. And I mean, sure. he's, he's helping keep this, this, this uh, genre alive, man. I mean, frontiers too, you know, they're, they're oh, yeah. doing a phenomenal job at this. Absolutely, man. Well, well, David, um, obviously the, you know, the world is the way it is. And you did mention touring. What kind of, can you make a hard plan at this point? Or are we still at a point where it's like, well, we'll maybe commit if it happens, but we're not buying plane tickets yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. It's, it's like, it's a lot like Bitcoin, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. Uh, it, it, well, no, I mean, uh, to be honest, you can't, I mean, we can't commit. I mean, I, I, I work on uh, all these records, a lot of hit records. I mean, I'm very fortunate and, and, and all my buddies, I mean, they're, you know, I mean, Kenny Chesney, I just worked, I mean, worked on a lot of his biggest hits and, and we just finished his new record and he's just now, he said, dude, I haven't been touring for two years. I haven't played a show for two years. This guy was head headlining stadiums. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know if your listeners know who Kenny Chesney is, but man, so, and that's just one. I mean, you know, Keith Thurman, all these guys, all these cats are, you know, they're just starting to play some shows and it's just, they're, it's like the toe in the water thing. And, and, yeah. and if these guys are out there touring like that and, and they're questionable, it's like a band like Giant, it's like, so we're hoping, we're hoping that the pandemic gets settled, you know, and, and gets, gets a, you know, just some sort of control on it and opens up the borders. And, and uh, I mean, all, all things are pointing to that. You know, for the for the the summer, spring, summer. Sure. So just you know, let's let's say a prayer to the gods. You know, the <laughs> the pandemic gods to to lighten up a little bit, right? <laughs> yeah, give, give us a break. It's been two yeah. years. <laughs> I know. I said that is serious. I mean, we we had we had the hurdles to make this record with Kent being in Sweden. Sure. I mean that that was a challenge, you know. But that, like this, you know, Zoom and and a lot of WhatsApp calls and. You know, and, and going back and forth and, you know, technology where you can hear real time stuff. I mean, it, it made it possible. Sure. But no question. You know, it, it, it's it's always been interesting to me, David, with with Giant. I, I there there's a small collection of bands that came out right at the same time. And, and I personally thought you all were mischaracterized. That would be you, Mr. Big and Extreme and all for the same reason. The biggest hit. Was a, was, <laughs> was a ballad and it made everybody think that you were a ballad band, you know, instead of really understanding that all three of you were rock bands, yeah. you know, like really rocking bands. I, I'm certain you're not going to tell me, Oh, I wish we wouldn't have done. I'll see you in my dreams. But at the same time, do you wish maybe that hadn't been the focal track at the time? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, it hits a hit, so you don't look, look a gift horse in the mouth. But, sure. but I mean, like, you know, it could be more extreme. Look at extreme, more than words. I mean, those guys are buzz. We played with the shows of those guys, and, and they were a hell of a, a rock band. Like, the musicianship was crazy. Oh, yeah. But, they, but their biggest song was was a breakdown acoustic version of more than words. And, and it, I mean, I feel like at least ours was, was heavy, a heavy, heavy ballad, but... Right, but it it just goes to show you that that you know evolution of music. We, we became dinosaurs, so to speak, because 
you know, you got people like Diane Warren writing hit songs for all the big rock bands mm-hmm. for commercial radio. Then it kind of it kind of diffuses what rock and roll is, right? Kind of, and, and then then you get then you get Nirvana and Pearl Jam with the, the little angst and and uh and kind of got it back on us on, on the on right course, you know. So mm-hmm. yes, it, you can look at it one way, known as a ballad band. And and it wish we could be like you know like uh, you know like what about we should be like Aerosmith right rocking man <laughs> right or, but, or even a band like Skid Row Skid Row always had two three ballads but nobody yeah. looked at them as a ballad band they look at them right. as a metal band really ex- ex- exactly exactly well you know the, the cards folded how they did and 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 uh, you know like I said we we were glad that we got out there we we had we 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 feel that we got respect in the industry and and sure. that, that meant a lot you know. Absolutely. But yeah, we were soft Balaban. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, well, David, um, as, as you've mentioned a little bit, you do a you do your own set of production work, and you're you're quite the heavy hitter as well in production. You know, for anybody that's paid attention, um, do I'm curious since you work a lot with country and especially more modern country, not the old, you know, the older country. How how similar is is it especially in the songwriting and then the melody creation and stuff to rock music of 15, 20 Dude, years ago to you, now? You just nailed it. it. You said exactly what it was. It was melodic melody and songs. That that is the absolute that's the, the connected connective tissue right there. You know, I mean, well, all, all you gotta do is go back to a, a buddy of ours, Mutt Lang. You know, oh, yeah. did all the massive records and he, he comes in. You know, we I had I was sitting at at a, at a restaurant across from him when when he he I was like oh because he was in you know working in Nashville and Dan and I know him and and he was looking I was like oh that's Mutt so you know he came over and said yes and we said hey and he go he introduced me he's like this is my this is my new artist Shania I'm like <laughs> you know like what right but fast forward look what he did mm-hmm. rock and roll country it's so similar he just he just got rid of you know, half of the guitars and, and put fiddles in it instead. But it's, 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 it's Shania's records are rock records, basically. Oh, yeah, sure. So, and, 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 with Shania, and with Shania, especially, especially with the, um, what was the Come On Over record, you yeah. know, she did it as a country record, and then it did so well that she redid it as a rock record. I mean, that, yeah. the, the reissue is, fan, the reissue I've always argued with people is every bit as good as any, any rock record that came out at the time in the 90s. 100%. And and Dan and I coming from LA, moving back to our home home state, Nashville, um, which is a massive music scene. You know, you know, Giant we had just kind of like dissolve, dissolved, and then all of a sudden, country is like, oh, this is our outlet, man. I mean, we're doing like southern rock and and all this kind of stuff. And I mean, we got to work with Thirty Eight Special in LA during the Giant era too. So we got you know all these cats would come out to LA, and so there it, it, there's there's a tight knit thing there in. And uh, I mean, the newer country is a little more. It's not quite as rock. Some of it is, but it, it's it's kind of like you know, it's a hodgepodge of of it's rhythmic kind of country too. So sure. you know, I mean, we we had some of that in Giant too. We had some of the l- l- little rhythmic. That's my background. I mean, I have, I was in a lot more rhythmic kind of music and and you know, it's like hodge. It's like stew. Put it all together, and it's like comes up something kind of unique. You know. Sure. I, I, I'm curious. You see, I have a million thoughts here. Uh, <laughs> oh, with, with and because you're you do so much work into into country, 
what are your thoughts about this new age of kind of hip hop country, the little Nas or the, some of the kid rock stuff or uncle cracker, jelly roll, what, what yeah. have you, what do you think of that stuff? I, I, I love it. Could you know why I love art? I love okay. art and, and art is, 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 is just exciting. You know, the, I got my ear to the ground and I hope I never stop listening to new music coming out. You know, Billy Ray's a really good friend and, and that thing came out and it's just, it, it crossed every border, every mm -hmm. borderline. It, it, it crossed over in, in, a, in a really cool way. And, um, you know, I mean, I mean, people, when, I, when we were first in Giant, asked my background, what's your background music? I'm like, you know, I was, I was involved in, in, in all these dance records in LA. You know, right. I, I was like a DJ before DJs were there. And, and I'm like, you know, so I put stuff in, like, I'm a believer. And, and that's just kind of, kind of how how giant was and is it's just still got a little 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 rhythmic undertones to rock and roll and i i love all forms of music i mean i love i'm a huge george jones fan um, okay. but i also i also was was in a in a i love technology sure. so i did something years ago with um conway twitty i was i, I wasn't a huge conway twitty fan mm -hmm. growing up in nashville I, I was more a poppy kind of guy but i got asked because of my technology nerdiness, hey, can you can you create a song from Conway Twitty's vocals to make him sing a duet that he never sang? I'm like, yeah. So I got permission from Conway's you know wife and, and family. Said, absolutely, you got my blessing. So I created a, a song that he sang on that he never sang by using different words, and and it was different. So some people said I bastardized something, and but the family <laughs> loved it. So I don't know. I love art. As long as the family loved it, that's a win, right? Well, well, you, well, you gotta have. I mean, you gotta have the the, the blessings, right? Sure. I, I would never do something like that. But yeah, I, I love all the new forms, man. I mean, I really do. I love, I love Limp Biscuit, man. Like, who thought yeah. about that shit before? Right. You know, I mean, that was cool. That was so cool. I miss that kind of stuff. Right. No, no question. Um, being in Nashville, obviously, it's become the the. Nashville and Vegas have become the hip places to live for all the guys that that were '80s LA guys. You know, it's either they're either in Nashville or they're or they're in Vegas. For for you as somebody that's grown up in Nashville, is that good for the scene or does that water down the scene? Man, I, th I think it's nothing but good. I mean, you okay. got all these these players in Nashville. I mean, you know, I, I argued for two decades. I, I, I lived in Nashville, grew up in Nashville. I live, I've lived in LA as much as I've lived in Nashville. Okay. When I lived in Nashville, I've commuted to LA. Uh, I lived in LA, I commuted to Nashville to work. I mean, it's just kind of been, I have, have this thing. And I, and, and I argued for 20 years that Nashville has some of the best players in the world. I mean, I worked in London, I've worked in, in Miami. And, and uh, so the, the, the music community in Nashville, Tennessee is amazing. Now, now you've got, you know, all these cats, I mean, Billy Sheehan lives here. I mean, you right. got kids that are are world class players, and, and and they're fusing with these these you know cats that are just from Nashville, and it's pretty cool. I mean, I mean, you can go deep in every different instrument, and and like you said, when you make art, you put somebody like that together with with a young hip hop producer, and he's like, wow, how? I mean, that's pretty cool. You can come up with some really unique stuff, you know. No question. Well. David, you you have come up with some really unique stuff once again. Brand new stuff from Giant. It is called Shifting Time. It's out January 21st. Let me put the cover up so people know what they should be buying. 
There we go. There and, we are. <laughs> and David, where should we send people to go to keep up with Giant and keep up with you and um, buy the record and all that stuff? Man, well, you know, obviously FrontiersRecords.com, whatever, you know, I mean, they got that. But, I mean, shoot, if you want to email me and, and uh, you know, your request, you want to email, you, you can you can email me at dlhproductions at gmail.com. Uh, I've gotten a, a, a bunch of requests for touring in uh, some some promoters and stuff from Europe. So, yeah, I mean, you know, we're here and, and we would hope to do some touring this year. That, that's our that's our general plan. We would love to, man. So very good. man. Well, David, one more time. The album is called Shifting Time. It is Giant and David. Thanks so much for joining me here on Chris Aiken Presents. Chris, thank you, my brother. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate you, man. <laughs>